Hello everybody, this is the Adafruit CircuitPython Weekly for August 27th, 2018. I'm Scott and I work on CircuitPython for Adafruit. Uh, CircuitPython is an easy to use embedded Python that runs on little tiny computers called microcontrollers. They're very inexpensive uh, and a great way to get people into programming because they're programming physical devices. So. Uh, this is a meeting that we hold every week for our CircuitPython community, including the folks paid to work on CircuitPython and those who choose to do it in their spare time. Um, this meeting happens every week, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and everybody's welcome to join. You have to, you can join our Discord, uh, where we text chat all week. And then we, um, will also, oh, I just realized I had a window in the way, um, we text chat and discord all week and then if you want to join the voice chat we do that on on mondays as i said uh to join that you do uh adafru.it slash discord it's a url it's a short link it'll redirect you to our discord invite link and get you in our discord uh so everybody's welcome to listen as it goes uh we do record this so if you are in the voice chat or text chat beware that we are recording uh, we'll post it on the adafruit youtube which is youtube.com adafruit We've got a playlist there, so if you want to go back and listen to previous shows or link people to particular parts, uh, that's a great way to do it. We also do take notes with uh, time codes, so if you want to be able to kind of see what we talked about in this about hour long meeting that we have, um, you can check out the notes and there will be time codes in there for you to be able to skip around um, to do that. Uh, we have kind of four uh, sections to this meeting. The first is we have a state of circuit Python, which is kind of a statistics overview of how the uh, CircuitPython project uh, has been going in the last week. And then after that, we'll do hug reports, which is a chance for everybody to say thank you to other folks for the work they've been doing. Uh, and we do that in a round robin format where I will start and then we'll go uh, through the list of people in the voice channel. Um, if you don't have a mic, feel free to type it in and I'll, I'll read it out. Or uh, if you are just lurking and you don't want to participate, that's totally cool too. Just let us know and we'll skip over you. Um, so after hug reports, we'll do status updates, which is a very kind of software engineering thing, uh, kind of known as a standup where you take, you know, one to two minutes to talk about both what you've been doing in the last week and what you plan on doing in the next week. And it's a great way to get everybody on the same page is in terms of who's doing what, and also get uh, tips and tricks from other people about the work that you're doing. And then lastly, we have a discussion slash in the weeds section where we talk about any longer form topics or questions um, that have come up uh, early in, earlier in the, the meeting or uh, somebody just wants to talk about. And uh, just like last week, what we'll do is like if you're in the meeting itself and you have topics that you want to cover in, in, the, in the weeds section, just type them into the text chat and we'll I'll, uh, gather those in the notes and then we'll go through those once we get to that section. Um, so yeah, let's get going. I'll take a time code here and do the state of circuit Python. So this is a script that I run every, uh, every night before the meeting. Uh, so these statistics are up to date as of last night. Uh, not only does it cover core circuit Python repo, but it does also cover the newsletter and the libraries, uh, which is really neat too. So, uh, Here's some numbers. Uh, we've had 22 pull requests merged in the last week, which is uh, more and more becoming the norm for us, which is awesome. Um, we've had 11 authors uh, 
and in particular, I want to shout out uh, Aerofarn, who did their first uh, fix uh, PR, but also did the French translation, I believe. So thanks to Aerofarn. And uh, also shout out to um, everybody else who did it. Everybody else is a repeated contributor, so that's awesome. Uh, for those uh, 22 pull requests, we had six reviewers. So uh, it would be awesome to get it to the point where we had just as many reviewers as authors. So uh, if you haven't reviewed before, check out the guide that Katni did on uh, GitHub contributions. And, uh, and then please do reviews. They're just as important as, as pull requests. Um, so uh, given that we had 22 merged, we still have 16 open. So that's a perfect chance if you're interested in doing reviews. Um, review involves looking at the code, making sure it makes sense, and then also uh, testing it if it it has to do with hardware or what hardware it needs to be tested on. Uh, issues wise, so issues are just uh, feature requests or bugs that people have come across with. Uh, across, We've got eight closed issues by four people and seven opened by five people. So we're right about, uh, about the same as we were last week, which is good. And again, we have kind of equal, equal numbers of people closing and opening. Uh, overall, we've got 144 open issues, which is a bit higher than we've been kind of right around the 3.0 release, uh, but it's not too bad. And again, there's plenty of issues open on uh, different libraries. So if you want to help out and jump in on library support, uh, please check those out. Uh, download stats, um, I released 3.01 uh, last Monday, I believe. And so uh, six days total downloads of 699. Uh, and again, uh, like very common, the highest download rates are for the Circuit Playground Express and the Trinket M0. Um, if you want to know more details, up Feather M0 is at 98 as well. Uh, if you want to see all those numbers, feel free to check out the notes later. Um, we've got 86 repos in PyPI, which is awesome. And uh, we do have some linting cleanup tasks that we could do um, that are listed in the notes as well, but I won't go over those. So uh, that is, and then I usually summarize state of CircuitPython. So uh, we're still very much in the state of 3.0s out and stable, which is, gives us a lot of breathing room to experiment with what 4.0 will be. Uh, I think Dan will talk a little bit about that later. Um, yeah, we're, we're in the early phases of 4.0 and still trying to work out a couple kinks with 3.0, which is, which is good as well. So um, yeah, good, good spot to be in. Um, all right, I'll take a time code now and do uh, hug reports. So um, hug reports is a chance for you to say thank you to folks in the community for the, the work the work that they've done in the last week, or um, if they haven't gotten called out before that, it's totally cool too. Um, it's a great way to be able to um, thank people for the work that they've been doing. So I will start. And... Um, I have two two bullet points this time. I wanted to thank uh, Summersoft and Lady Ada for helping Shep Tech on Discord. Uh, they were super helpful, and uh, sh that was like the first time Shep Tech has jumped into the Discord, so got a very good uh, first impression thanks to Summersoft and Lady Ada. So thank you both for that. And then I also wanted to thank um, Ash Zero X One B on GitHub for reporting an issue with NeoPixels in three hundred one. Um, basically, we adjusted the timing between 301 or 300 and 301, 
and that actually broke the the timing for SK sixty eight twelves that are powered at three volts, not five volts, uh, with like the built in status pixels on the feather. So um, Jerry, after after Ash reported it, Jerry went and fixed it, which is uh, so thanks to Jerry as well for for doing that. Um, so those are my hug reports, and let's start the round robin with Brent. Um, hug report to um, Lady Ada for assistance with NeoPixels on Blanca. And then um, Katni for Hi-Fi testing, and Brennan, of course, for all their work. Um, still really happy that I can work really quickly doing prototyping with IO and Blinka. It's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. It's working out really well. They've done a nice job. Uh, thanks, Brent. All right, uh, Carter. Group hug, of course. And a big one to Lady Ada for taking off on the PN532 NFC stuff. She totally just brought that out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it sounded really tricky, so she did really nice work with that. Um, okay, I think Charles is lurking, so I'm going to skip over Charles. Charles, speak up in the text chat if that's not the case. Um, go ahead, Dan. Um, thanks a lot to Katni and Brennan for continuing, for kind of polishing off pie-pieing as as brent mentioned it was just a huge amount of work and you're already seeing so many people using it in the forums finding small issues but uh, must be a lot of other people who are trying it and having it work and uh thanks a lot to tack who's continuing to work on her nrf 52 we're working really closely with him he's on the other side of the world so we don't usually see him in here but uh he's fixing a lot of bugs and he's working on both CircuitPython and the Arduino parts for NRF52. And thanks to Summersoft for continuing to work on frequency and really persevering with that, which is really great. Um, Notro uh, has been fixing bugs as he finds them. Mm -hmm. He fixed very nicely, he fixed some control C, control C bug, there's something else which was uh, pulled in this morning. And that's just really great and very helpful because we'd have to work on that stuff ourselves. And then thanks, obviously, for the NeoPixel stuff. Okay, thank you. All right. Thanks, Dan. All right, uh, the Shippu. Are you around? The Shippu is typing. just a bit and read it out. My heart goes to all the people who struggled with NeoPixels again. <laughs> yeah, NeoPixels are finicky. All right. Um, I'm going to jump in and read Lady Ada's as well. So I might mix a couple here, but they're all thanks, so that's good. Um, Lady Ada said uh, mega hugs to Summersoft for being the NRF52 buddy and is typing some more. Also, a big round of applause for Katney and Brennan who did 45 guides and tested and updated them for Raspberry Pi support, which is very impressive. Haha. <laughs> What, what kind of smiley face is that? It's the uh, scream smiley face. 
or emoji in response to that. Charles, it looks like I should be able to hear you, but I can't hear you, which is weird. Can anybody else hear Charles? No, I cannot either. Okay. Um, all right, and then I'll wrap up Lady Ada. She says, uh, they're on a well-deserved break and we'll be back to do the remaining sensors slash devices uh, in Prens, but if people have requests, I can probably do one or two open up an issue on CircuitPython. All right, thanks, Lady Ada, and we'll go to Josh. Hello. Um, so I'm that learn guide, so the uh, Circuit Playground Express guide, uh, especially those who have done the Circuit Python section, because that's come in really handy for the Edge Box editor this week. Awesome. Authors of this Circuit Python learn guide. Okay, great. Okay, Mike. Mike distracted. Summersoft, do you want to post now as well? All right, so uh, Mike must, must be AFK. Uh, Summersoft did reply and said, uh, thanks to Jeff Epler for running some tests on my PR, which is the frequency NPR. Uh, Jerry N for testing and troubleshooting the DHT on Raspberry Pi PR, and Lady Ada for working on a learn guide for NRF bootloader install, group, group hug to infinity and beyond. <laughs> uh, 10 points for the Toy Story reference for sure. Um, all right. Uh, thank you, everybody. And again, uh, if you were unable to uh, get a hugs out there, feel free to type them in later and I'll, I'll read them off. Um, next up is status updates. Status updates is a chance to just talk a little bit about what you've been working on and what you plan on working on in the upcoming week. Uh, it's a great way for people to know who's doing what and also give tips uh, about like how things should could be done. Uh, so I will start. <laughs> um, I did the 301 release last week, uh, which had three important fixes. I don't exactly remember what those fixes were. Uh, one was a NeoPixel fix that turned out to break them in a different way. Uh, so Jerry's fixed that. We'll probably do a 302 here this week sometime. Uh, probably before Wednesday because that's when we have the live stream shows that can teach people about it. Um, so I did that. I did the newsletter, which is my normal weekly stuff. And then uh, I really have been focused on display and graphics support in, in 4.0. Um, I made pretty good progress uh, laying out like all the different classes and how they all interact. Uh, but I do have bugs to work out. I got I posted a picture. I guess I could post the picture here too. But um, oh yeah, I even have it pulled up. Perfect. Um, so I've got stuff displaying on the screen, but um, it's not correct that is the adafruit logo <laughs> of some form but my bytes and bits are getting a little bit uh intermixed so uh, after i do the normal stuff today of this meeting and the newsletter uh, i'll be getting back to making sure that everything gets loaded correctly and uh displayed correctly so uh 
check out that. Um, also, I, I should copy this over. If you're interested, Deshepu, I bet you are. Uh, to see the way that I'm doing it, here's a link to the working tree. Definitely subject to change, but that's where you can follow along my work if you're interested. Um, all right, let's circle around to Brent. Yeah, so I spent um, pretty much the past two weeks, I guess, um, working on a new series for a learning system called the uh, IO Home Guide. And it's going to use CircuitPython, which is really cool. Uh, here's a picture. Mm. Yay, cardboard houses. Mm -hmm. And one really, I have a really big one that's like three stories. Ooh. And um, I don't know, but um, so the first one's going to be on lighting system and then uh, monitoring the temperature and humidity inside the house. So we'll start really basic. Mm -hmm. And the next one that's coming out maybe in the next two weeks is going to be uh, home security. Hmm. So that's going to actually be really cool in the circuit Python side because we're going to mix um, the PyCam stuff into Adafruit IO hmm. and also keep PyCam uh, from CircuitPython. I guess we're just going to mix and match with Blinka and IO, which is what I've been doing, but we'll also bring in another dependency. Hmm. So it's going to be really cool to kind of see that if it works and then hmm. um, kind of see it working. Yeah, you'll get it working yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it. It's, it's a cool concept. Yeah, it looks really neat. I like. I hadn't seen that picture of the house before. So, <laughs> yeah, that was like two hours ago. <laughs> awesome. We'll keep on rocking it. It looks really cool. All right, Carter. Yeah, I saw that you merged in the uh, the TCA nine five four, whatever it's called, I two C multiplexer. Mm -hmm. So, so that's in there. So, what I need to do now is go back and actually get it into the bundle for release. And I think there was an issue out there. So I'll close that. So basically just some cleanup work on that. Um, and then I tried to, I got the PN532 hardware in and started playing with that and reading the data sheets and the app notes and all of that to get familiar with it. But yeah. like I mentioned, in the meantime, Lady Ada just started <laughs> doing it herself. So more or less did the vast majority of the initial work. But I think there's still some work to be done to kind of uh, circuit Python by it for lack of a better term to like mm -hmm make things more like at property driven mm -hmm. but it could easily be built on what she's already done in there so i'll take a look at that and maybe start moving in that direction great yeah looks really cool um thanks carter all right uh dan so mainly i've been working on um nrf 52 different boards and cleaning up the pin uh, definition files for those boards to make sure they correspond with reality and the latest markings on the boards. And then the this is in preparation for uh, making sure that we do um, pin ownership, which we don't do right now. Right now you can create multiple devices on the same pins and it'll just screw up. Mm -hmm. So we have to fix that and, and give, put error messages in. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. Some very minor support work on like windows drivers as usual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. The king of windows drivers. All right. Uh, Deshipu's typing. So I will read that out. Uh, it says the final prototype for Pew Pew standalone is working and I have sent inquiries for quotes to the fabs to start production soon. 
I also wrote a bouncing ball tutorial for it at pew.readthedocs.io slash en slash latest slash tutorial.html. And uh, if you want that link again, check the notes. Uh, make it easier and more accessible there instead. All right. Uh, thanks to Shifu. Uh, Josh. So this week I have been working on the um, circuit playground circuit Python edgy blocks editor. So it's looking slightly different um, than it did a few weeks ago. Uh, much more blocks added, and I have also pushed it live to a web server. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe tomorrow I will be able to share that link once some more work has been done. But yeah, it's it's definitely shaping up to look good now. Yeah, it looks really good. Keep up the great work, Josh, and thanks for dropping in. All right, Mike. Sorry, I got distracted with a dog uh, during hug reports, but uh, I really nice. wanted to thank Brent uh, for all his work on CircuitPython, Adafruit IO, and you know the the marathon work that Made Ada has continually been doing as far as uh, uh, getting CircuitPython working just right with. Uh, uh, Linux boards like the uh, um, Raspberry Pi because uh, it's it's a totally different world between small um, single board computers and microcontrollers and in, in many ways so it's really mm -hmm. a tough task but uh, um, what I've been doing uh, I've been working on using Circuit Python to control. Uh, a heating pad and a Peltier cooler um, via Cricut. So that there should be a tutorial out this uh, week called "Make It Hot and Cold." So uh, look for that. And some I've been working on uh, looking some of other people's guides. Uh, there's actually a really fun one by uh, Dan O'Wall that's coming out. I won't. Uh, spoil the surprise mm -hmm. but uh, uh, that one I think uses make code but it's really fun you know mm -hmm. if, if you're a circuit Python person and want to have fun just make codes easy enough to just go into it but uh, mm -hmm. um, and then Lady Ada has told me that uh, there we're going to be documenting there's a circuit Python to make code um, translator so if you write circuit python there's going to be a way to um add things in so all of the um drivers that we've been making in circuit python will probably eventually work in make code too mm -hmm. so should be good stuff but i mean we can't uh, do it all and test it all without the community support and mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm very appreciative of people who have seen all of these uh, new uh, drivers for sensors and uh, actually go ahead and wire things up and plug them in and make sure uh, they're working. Uh, I'm putting out blog posts uh, on about five drivers every other day so mm -hmm. uh, you may see them in the uh, thing in the Adafruit blogs and um, and that's about it. So uh, if anybody would like to subscribe to the Python for microcontrollers newsletter and haven't, uh, I posted something earlier here on uh, Discord. And you can also go into the um, 
Adafruit blogs, and I talk about it there. It's all spam-free, ad-free. Don't share your your information with mailing list type things. So it's really uh, really low friction. So uh, I urge you to check it out if you're interested. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, appreciate your help getting all the guides and stuff going. Uh, we I since you joined, I've definitely seen the rate of guides getting out go up which is awesome. Well, uh, I know it's uh, Lady Ada's uh, big thing that, that guides help show people how to use the programming and use the hardware and uh, are an important part of Adafruit's uh, business model. So um, I'm really excited to be helping out. And uh, uh, I just like showing people what's possible and then they them taking it off from there that's right. really personally satisfying totally awesome we'll okay. keep it up thanks a lot all right summersoft says uh for frequency in the pr is in uh Worked one change already thanks to jeff epler's testing uh parentheses bail out of endless interrupt loop uh, we'll continue to work on things as the review progresses. Uh, for NRF, uh, the development kit finally kicked the tires on it last night. Windows 10 plus Vagrant is proving difficult for the bootloader. We'll push it. Uh, we'll push on it a little more, but may proceed with using Segger Embedded Studio. I'll document and scrape grab either slash both for possible inclusion in Lady Ada's Learn Guide. And then for the pilot RC, the patch successful except one outlier, which has a PR in. Um, please post a link to that PR SummerSoft, and we'll do that. Um, Charles, if you want to just type in hug reports and uh, status updates, feel free, and I'll read those off. And then uh, we can hang out later and figure out why we can't hear you. Okay, now he's gone again. <laughs> um. It can be a little finicky. Let me just add Charles to our circuit Python helpers and maybe that'll maybe there are some permissions that he needs. Okay, um, thanks everybody. That was status updates. Uh, I love hearing everything that everybody is doing. Uh, if you have to topics for in the weeds slash discussion, uh, please post those now. Ooh. All right, so um, this is the discussion slash in the weeds section. Uh, nothing came up during the discussion, so this might be a super quick meeting. Um, but uh, Josh did post a temporary subdomain for edgy blocks with the Circuit Playground Express and Circuit Python. So if you're curious about that, um, you can go to adafruit.edublocks.org and uh, give that a chance. Um, okay. So got that. And then I'll take another time code here, and we'll go to Carter. 
Sure. Okay. So related to that uh, I2C multiplexer library. So a belated hug report to you for reviewing it and merging it. Mm -hmm. Should have mentioned that. So I, it, to put it in the bundle, I went back and was kind of reviewing how the process by which I've done that before. Yeah. And I just am questioning whether or not I'm doing it correctly. So the way I did it before is I would just fork the bundle repo and just hand hack the the text file, the uh, submodules or whatever text file. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty simple what needs to be done and just add in the, the lines, mm -hmm. uh, save it and send it back. And then also do a, a version release on the actual repo that's being put into the bundle. So right. it kind of all works hand in hand. But then I went back and I read your um, your guide, Scott, on sharing the mm -hmm. repos or mm -hmm. sharing, um, creating and sharing CircuitPython libraries. Right. And your very last page in that describes a process for adding it to the community bundle. But it's it's I assume it might apply also to the Adafruit bundle, yes. and it's and it's different. You kind of run some git submodule commands, yep. etc. Yeah, it's git submodule add, and then it mutates the git modules file for you. So am I doing it incorrectly by hand hacking the text file? Uh, maybe because usually the commit will show two changes. It has the git modules change, but it also has like it creates the folder basically um, for the submodule as well. Right. So I'm not so exactly, basically yeah. So basically the short answer is I should follow what you've outlined in your in your guide. That's the way that I've always done it. But if okay. you manage to do, get it by hand editing it then it might work. I just have never done it my, that my that way myself. Well it it seemed to work from the last one I did but yeah, that doesn't mean it was exactly the the right way to do it or the right way to do it moving forward. So I'll, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was doing it the more the more proper way. I think all that git module, submodule add does is what you did. If you try to remove a module, that's a lot trickier, mm -hmm. but we don't have to do that right now. Yeah. Well, I'll try this go this time around. I'll try it your way, Scott, per your guide, and okay. I will I will see what happens. So then my second question is also related to this is um, version numbering. It's like before I kind of just look what other people were doing and I think it was like a I just called it 0.0.1 .0 for the first release and called it good. Yeah. But is there something better we should be doing? Um I don't worry too much as long as we have the three numbers separated by periods. Um and the rule of thumb for those three is like the the leftmost of the major version number is like if you broke an existing API, you should always increment that. The middle number is if you added stuff, added new stuff, you do the middle number. Uh, it's called the minor version. And then the, the rightmost number is the patch version. And that's basically you didn't change any APIs, but you f may have fixed it so that an API actually works as it was supposed to. Um, then if you want to get fancy, you can do dash alpha beta RC stuff as well. But uh, generally for the libraries, we don't need that. Um, and then, so this is all based on like semantic versioning. So if you're uncertain about its stability, like I would do something below 1.0.0. Um, but when you're, when yeah, you're more... like, kind of like a beta release or something, maybe. Yeah. I would do, like, I tend to start at like 0 0.8.0, but it's all arbitrary. They're just numbers. Um, the important bit is that it increases in those predictable ways. 
Excellent. And it looks like Dan, you're linking to something I can read. Just, yes. Yeah, that's that's a very it's a write up of what this is semantic version. It's called semantic versioning. Right. Um, it's basically okay, what I described. But more yeah, formal. Yeah. Excellent. So more for our first device. release, should we do one or zero point zero point one? Um it depends on how confident you are with API. Like if it's something you want <laughs> If you if you want to experiment with it, I would do less than 1.0 just to begin with. You, if you look in the Sember doc, you'll see that they actually explicitly talk about that pre 1.0 period. Um, but yeah, I, they're just numbers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, they're they're more than just numbers. There is a there is a convention and some yeah, some it's to it, and it's I'll go read I'll go read what's on that link. Yeah, it's more about like changing from number to number than it is like which number do you start with i guess right okay like exactly what i was talking about of like which the, which number do you increment when you're doing a particular thing right um so yeah that's the most important bit and like when i when i see seeing releases done as well like sometimes we'll just do like a 2.0 but that doesn't fit in the semantic versioning um, so being being diligent about just having the three numbers is important as well. Okay, thanks. Cool. Um, and it looks like Lady Ada just got out of a meeting, so and I asked, I pinged her about status updates. Um, and Charles, uh, I'll hang out after the meeting and, and try to help you get your mic going. I know you've been trying to do that through the whole meeting, and I know it can be frustrating, so we can figure that out after the meeting is done and, and get you going for next week. Um, Lady Adis, for her status update, says... Uh, wait, let me take a time code. Um, status update is the PN532 driver is done, which is uh, RFID card support in CircuitPython. And she says, I'm currently investigating live GPIO D for circuit Python support on the Pi. If anyone is excited to help, let me know. Uh, so if you've done low level uh, GPIO stuff, please let us know uh, in Linux, I mean. And then, uh, yeah, reach out to Lady to help with that. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of experience. Like we had a meeting earlier, Dan and I did with, and Mike, with Lady Ada and she asked if we had ever done any of that stuff uh, and we said we hadn't so it was kind of crickets um, which also reminds me if, if anybody's ever done uh, PyPI packaging for something that compiles against a C library uh, we'd love help with that as well um, to be able I don't I think it's this driver that she's talking about uh, adding bindings to so if you have uh, packaging experience with Python please reach out to, out to us as well and then uh, Lady Ada, continuing your status update in the text chat, uh, also says, and getting back to the NRF52840, I started a guide for building slash burning. Uh, we'll publish once we have USB working so people can experiment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Josh says for Python packaging, gadget toy from Pimeroni might... Uh, sounds like something he's done and yes i thought of that i thought the pimeroni people would be a good good re resource for that as well and then uh lady is 
Lead also says, uh, also did some cricket hat testing so far, so good. Uh, which is uh, a Raspberry Pi thing for cricket. <laughs> awesome. Everybody's loving the cricket emoji. Um, all right. I didn't. Are there any other discussion topics besides uh, crickets? Crawling out of a pie party. Um, Josh asks, is microbit cricket going to be a thing? And the answer is yes. Lady just says it's being manufactured today. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap this up because nobody likes to listen to me just read text chat stuff. Um, so this has been uh, the Adafruit CircuitPython Weekly for August 20... I almost said January. I don't know why. August 27th, 2018. I'm Scott. I work on uh, CircuitPython for Adafruit. Uh, everybody's welcome to join this meeting. It happens Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Discord. Um, everybody is welcome to join our Discord, uh, chat with us all week. It is... Uh, the URL, adafru.it slash discord. Uh, hop in the CircuitPython text channel and we'll be able to uh, to chat with you there. Um, this is also recorded, so it goes up on the Adafruit YouTube uh, videos. So you could do youtube.com slash Adafruit. That recording includes both the audio and the text chat. So if you were listening in the car and you wanted to see what was going through in the text chat, uh, please take a look at that. And then um, the last thing is that the link to this also goes in the newsletter like Mike was talking about. We have a Python on microcontrollers newsletter that uh, you can join at adafruitdaily.com. Um, it's just a once a week mailing list uh, about all the things that we're aware of in the Python universe. Uh, both CPython, MicroPython, CircuitPython. Obviously, we do a lot of CircuitPython because we know what's going on there. But uh, if you have links and stuff, it's also developed on GitHub. So we're happy to take pull requests for the next week's um, the next week's newsletter. So uh, thanks again, everybody, and uh, we'll talk with you all next week.